Welcome back to the NFL podcast. It's week 12. We've already had the Thanksgiving games. Three absolute crackers, three favourites getting it done. High-scoring football. We absolutely love it. I've just said absolutely three times. I better wrap up what I'm saying and introduce my co-host, the Rat, Rory the Rat Atkins. How are you, big fella? I'm absolutely great, mate. I'm going well. (laughs) You know when you catch yourself and then you say it again, I'm going, oh, no. Now, mate, Thanksgiving games were unbelievable. I couldn't come home with cash because Diggs didn't get his yards. I'm filthy. The Bills are are just getting the wins there, eight and three. Detroit, really impressive. Dallas, um, you know, Minnesota and New England. Everything was good about that. We need three games on a Friday every week. Yeah, mate, it was awesome. High scoring, as you mentioned. It's so good to see the Lions. Doing well. They had a tough draw to start the year, and we know how how the Bills are perceived this year. They're meant to be one of the best, and they they matched it with them at home. Unfortunately, just got done in the end. The Cowboys are rolling. The Giants' record is starting to look more where they should be, and yep. the Vikings are too good for the Patriots in the end, mate. Austin Jefferson is he's another. Uh, to be honest, he might be the best wide receiver we'll see. Uh, he is so good. Yeah, we mentioned that the other day, mate. I, I was a bit not unsure of him. I knew he was an absolute jet, but more so in these arm wrestle games and when they really needed someone. I thought he went missing a bit. But now it's just, he's just uh, separating himself from all the other receivers in the comp. you probably got Adams around the mark, but he's a bit older. You've got Chase. He, he's been in and out and been injured for a couple of weeks, but JJ just keeps on showing up, doesn't he? Yeah, you're right. Chase is going to be another one there, but... The numbers this man's putting up are off the charts. Now, one to watch next week. Obviously, this is NFL Week 12 uh, preview, but next week you get Sauce Gardner from the uh, New York Jets and their cornerback, you know, them cornerbacks they've got in their team are really good. So whether JJ, you know, gets to the slot or goes out wide, you're going to see an absolute test for JJ and you're going to see the the Jets and Salah, you know, Coach Salah is one of the most defensive-minded coaches going around. It's going to be really interesting to see how he performs in that one. Because if he goes for another 130 in that, then we have an absolute superstar. I've said absolute again. Let's get into it. I'm pretty excited for these games. We've got a little taste tester there on Friday. Uh, there's a few games to come here. Denver taking on the Carolina Panthers at Carolina. This one, both teams are on three wins. Carolina were quite impressive last week against Baltimore. I thought they were defensively sound, offensively poor. We get Sam Darnold starting his first game for the year. What are you thinking in this one, mate? We've, we know Russell Wilson's team are very good defensively, but they cannot get 18 points. They get 16. I think there's a stat saying they'd be 9-1 if they scored 18 points every week. So their defense is solid as a rock but their offense is very poor. This could be an ugly game, right? Talk to me. Yeah, we'll get the shit out of the way first, mate. I, I agree with you. Um, yeah, Sam Donald starts. And Carolina took it to the Ravens last week, going down 13-3. to we, we projected that was going to be an absolute shellacking, but their defense managed to keep him in it. Judy won't play. Sutton, the last two weeks, averaged nine targets. I reckon Denver win this in a low-scoring affair just due to the 
lack of continuity at quarterback for the Panthers. But one thing I will do, I've, here we go. You love this. I've watched the tape. So being a USC supporter in college, I watched a, a fair bit of Sam Darnold and watched him at the Jets and followed his career. So he'll start. But due to him not playing too many snaps this year, he's not he, – he's what – am, what am I trying to say? He's he's unassuming in the pocket. I reckon he gets out and at 550 on double for an anytime touchdown scorer. So I'm going to take that. Just due to not having the rapport with the receivers right now, Denver defense getting at him. I'm going to take him to get over just just because him to get out into a scramble and get over. Five dollars fifty is pretty juicy because he has been known to get over for touchdowns before as well on his feet. Well, I remember last year he started off. Was it last year? Oh, it might have been the year. Was it the year before? I'm trying to think of. No, no, it was. Would have been last year, mate. It wasn't last year, was it? I reckon it was. Well, I'm, yeah, it might be. I'm just looking at his stats now, but I'm positive he rushed a couple in the first couple of weeks. Let's have a look here. He had he gets yeah, in. So he rushed five touchdowns in the first four weeks, one, zero, two, and two. And then he was actually throwing the ball for 300 yards, three of those four. I, mean, I think I'm very confident that he will light this team up a little bit. There's one player that you need to watch. DJ Moore goes to our man, Patrick Satan. We know... He got lit up last week. We know he was rocking the Rixies and we've puffed him up. I took, <laughs> I took unders on uh, Adams. I think that he's going to really set himself for this one and respond. All great players respond. I'm worried about DJ Moore. So I'm turning my attention to LaVisca, LaVisca Chenault. I think he's a, I think he's a really good player. Um, and he might get going with, with Darnold under centre. And, and also Terrace, Marshall, they're the two players I think will be catching some balls from Sammy Boy. Russell Wilson, we know that we have a RB1 situation here with Latavius Murray. So he might be a good play. And we are, you know, Deontay Foreman has been solid. He's gone for 100 yards in a tutty a few times the last couple of months. So, you know, it's a pretty simple game on paper. Sutton's the only wide receiver you can trust. And then that Dolchich, the tight end, he's been he's been popping up. It's a very simple game on paper. So same game multi there, Rad. I'm actually very interested. I can get eight bucks for a couple of cheekies, throw that Sam Darnold in for a touchdown. And that's 30. But again, very ugly game. Hard to pick a scorer. And we know Denver keep him to less than 16 or 18 every week. Let's give that one a wrap. Just give us your tip and then we'll move straight on because we're talking way too much about this game. <laughs> Denver, mate. I'm going to go Carolina. I'm going to get Sammy Darnold. He's going to get a win at home. Tampa Bay Buccaneers taking on the Cleveland Browns. Let me remind all of you that the Bucs are five and five. The Browns are three and seven. This will be the beef brisket. Jacoby Brissett's last game as QB. We have Deshaun Watson back next week. Ain't he going to light it up? Very excited to see him throw the ball around. Fantastic lineup matchup here for Mike Evans. He gets a really good matchup in this game. I think he'll do really good things. I'm not too sure about Amari Cooper in this one. I'm actually a bit worried. I, I think they're going to run the ball and he might find it hard after exploding the last few weeks. And just a reminder that David Njoku was on a pitch count last week. He only went for 37% of snaps all year. He's been going for 80 plus, except for one game, went for 62. I think he got injured. I like him for a little bit of a pop game. I think he's the one for me, Rat. So Njoku for yards and Evans for yards and Atari are the two players I like when you're receiving the ball. 
Who are you liking in this one, mate? I think we've got a late out here with um, Lenny Fournette. He won't play, so Rashad White seems to be the man. Um, what do you talk to me, mate? What do you think is going to happen in this one? Yeah, mate, even before uh, Lennon was ruled out the last couple of weeks, it seems like it's starting to become White's backfield, which uh, which is really exciting. He's a good, powerful young player. Cooper, as you mentioned last week, he had eight receptions for 113 yards and two touchdowns. And Nick Chubb against the Buffalo defense only went for 19 yards on the ground. I'm going to go Tampa Bay here. I just... I'd, yeah, I just reckon they're, they're starting to get it going a bit. Godwin looks good. He's coming good. Mikey Evans is is solid as always. Um, and then they, they've got about three tight ends that just keep keep stepping in and doing their thing as well. Brady continually finds them. So I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Nick Chubb's been quiet the last couple of weeks, 63 yards and a tutty and then 19 rushing yards last week against the Bills. He gets a tough matchup traditionally against the Bucs. They've got great run day. It's going to have to be thrown. The ball's going to be thrown around here. I think Najoku is a fantastic play, so stay tuned for that one. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bucks as well. I think this is a win game. Uh, we need to remind ourselves that Julio Jones is starting to warm up as well. I want to keep your eyes on him. His game time starting to get to that 50%. And uh, last week he had an average matchup against Seattle. He went for 53 yards and a touchdown on 51% snap percentage. So, Keep your eyes on him as well. I'm excited about that game. Cleveland generally gives up points, and so does the Bucs. So let's have a look. All right, into the next one. Baltimore Ravens, my boys on the road playing the Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are three and seven, and as I said, the Ravens are seven and three. Danger game here for the Ravens. I thought they were very poor last week. Defensively, though, they've been very sound. There's a guy that plays running back for the Jags. His name's Travis Etienne, and he is a superstar. I rate him really highly. We know he can catch it. He can run it. He had a quiet game uh, before the bye. No doubt would have freshened up. But before then, he had three games over 100 yards rushing, and he had a touchdown in each of those games. The Ravens have got amazing, amazing run defense. We know they got the big trade there. Done from uh, your boys early in the year. Other thing to note, I was listening to another podcast and they mentioned that Humphreys has been, he's been pulled from his natural position to then, you know, to start defending the slot receivers. They reckon it's been a bit of a funnel in there for any team playing the Ravens and that slot wide receiver has been eating up against the Ravens. Well, Christian Kirk plays that position. If they do the same thing as they did last week for the first time this season, it's a terrible matchup for Kirk. It's a great matchup for the players outside. I think Evan Ingram might be one of those players that can get to work in this one for the Jags, as I expect them to be behind and struggling to run. Mark Andrews is a player that I really like for the Ravens. Uh, and Robinson was the guy that popped last week. We spoke about it on the podcast. They've got no wide receivers. He had nine catches for 128 yards. Rat, what have I missed? And who's your tip? Haven't missed too much, mate. Got similar stuff down here. Andrews got back into it last week with six receptions, 63 yards. Kirk is coming off a great last two games. I had the bye last week, but the two weeks before that, uh, he's gone for 105 yards and two TDs. And the week before, 76 and one TD. The Ravens' defense is really starting to get going, and they're looking like a very formidable uh, unit there. I'm, I just reckon the Ravens get this done quite easily. Jacksonville are getting better, but I think it uh, will be an easy one for the Ravens. 
The one to monitor, and it's very frustrating. I've got Gus Edwards in our Osmerican Aces Fantasy League. This is a big game this weekend. I'm playing Joe Watson and the winner. You know, if I can win this one, I might even sneak into a top two position for the year and get the bye. But not only am I worried about my fantasy team, I'm worried about my boys. Last week, I said, you know, Kenyon Drake, just eat, just go for him. Mate, he... he, he you got 10, 10 attempts and only 46 yards, and they're playing they're playing other players like Justice Hill in front of him last week. Oh, I can't work out what's going on. Um, I just don't work. I can't understand it sometimes, Rad. It, it really confuses me. I thought Drake had a super super game the week prior, and then you come out and he's not getting much work. With Gus Edwards out, I thought they'd go bananas. Anyway, uh, touchdown scorers in this one. I'm going to go back to Mark Andrews. I think he is the guy uh, that Lamar's going to lean on. So he'll be the guy that I think will score a touchdown. And if there's another one there, I wouldn't be betting on it. But I just think Evan Ingram for yards. I reckon he might get some work. He's last. Uh, he, he's been a bit poor the last couple of weeks, but I don't know. I reckon they're going to be all over Christian Kirk in the slot. What do you think? Yeah, I... I... Can't really put my finger on anyone from Jacksonville getting over. The Ravens' D looks so good at the minute. I'm just unsure where the points are actually going to come from. And as you mentioned, yeah, I reckon Andrews will start to hit his straps now. Before he went down, he was one of the best tight ends in the comp. Well, if not receivers as well. Um, yeah, Andrews Andrews yards, I reckon, as opposed to a score. Yards over. Mm-hmm. All right. I think we're both on the same page again. Ravens for the both of us. Now, here comes some excitement. Oh, Regan Bayless's mob, the Miami Dolphins at home, taking on the Houston Texans. They're one and eight, and they have a new starter in Kyle Allen. He will start. The coach, Lovey Smith, confirmed that Friday uh, that he will start the game. It's his first game, and what a game to start. He gets to take on Miami at home. I think this is the best bet of the week. Open your ear holes, ladies and gentlemen, if you're listening. I know I can say this and get excited. There's a guy called Jeff Wilson. He's coming up against one of the worst running defenses in the league. This guy just went for 119 and a tutty last week. Oh, I believe I need to triple check, but most that is out. Is that correct? Or is he questionable? He's listed as doubtful. With his knee, even if he does play, Wilson is the lead back. I just can't see them stopping Wilson because they'll be putting all their time into Hill and Waddle. And if I get it wrong, then Hill's your best bet. I can't wait to watch this one. This is going to be scary. I, I think Miami can put up 40 to 50 points in this one. Rat, talk to me. Mate, even when you say you can't wait to watch it, I'm more the other way because I'm like, I just think it's going to be an absolute flogging. I had a look. Wilson, I thought I might get a juicy dollar eighty dollar ninety for him to get over. He's like a dollar fifty for any time touchdown scorer. That's that's way too short for mine. A dollar fifty from Dabble. We're gonna have to give them a call after this. Yeah, that's so short. But the bookies have him at a line of fourteen and a half. That's that's still huge. It is the NFL. I know they've got that new quarterback in Kyle Allen. I reckon it's gonna be a flogging. Look, like that's the thing. Their main their main fellow on offense is Damian Pierce. It's, but they're not gonna ha- they're not gonna be able to do it on the ground because they're just gonna be that that far behind. Maybe potentially look for Brandon Cooks. Like I see his receiving line here is four and a half receptions. They're gonna be down by that much. They're gonna have to throw it. He might catch six balls or so. 
I'm obviously taking Miami, but I, it's one of those ones where I, it's going to be that much of a flogging. I think that I don't know how it's going to play, whether they're throwing it, whether the second the second string running back comes in and picks up some yards. I just don't know, mate. Yeah, I, I, Pierce was Pierce was one of those backs where I thought he can get it done against anyone. And last week he had, oh, I think he had he had eight yards rushing. So that that theory went out the door. He only had 10 attempts. I wonder if they can get him going early just so it is competitive. You know what it's like, the NFL. It's a, every game settled by three points. There's always a blowout. I don't see that happening here, but hopefully it's competitive enough early. Yeah, he, he's going to have to throw it. I just looked at Kyle Allen's stats uh, the last time he started. It was in 2020 in week six against the Giants, and it was a tough matchup. He went for 280 and two touchdowns, one interception. So... He can sling the ball, right? He can sling the ball. The week after, he went for 194 yards and two touchdowns against Dallas. I just think this is a game where you keep it simple. You know the ball's going to two players. It's Hill and Waddle, and Wilson's going to run the ball. Let's just keep it simple. And and when it goes to touchdowns, what's can you have you got double up there for a second? Can you tell me what Gusecki's paying for a touchdown? Because we know he's a beast, and he's one of those targets. I, I like him for a good target. He's got a good matchup here. What's he paying for a touchdown on Dabble? Because I, I think you need to go for value if you're going to go a touchdown. They always get you done. He's the guy that I see value in. Seki is $4 hairs, mate. $4. See, there you go. I think that might be a better play. The other guys will get the ball there. He might be the player that scores. Right? We normally talk about head-to-head. What's what's the line? Like, What do you think they're going to win by? Well, the line's 14 and a half, and I reckon that's probably fair, mate. Like, it is still the NFL. I reckon they could get him down by 21, but 14 and a half is fair. Under over 47 and a half? Oh, do you take it and think Dolphins could do it on their own or what? That's hard. It's one of those ones they might score, well, 30, 35 is still like a great, great going, you know what I mean? And if they keep the Texans out, they, they mightn't get there. It's one of those tricky ones. That's what I was saying, mate. I reckon it's going to. It's just going to be that easy for him. I do not know how it's going to go. And that's my Matty Breeder theory, where the backup comes on and scores a tutty. It's just, yeah. I mean, it depends on who's playing. But if that is the case, it might be a little sneaky there for 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 was it Miles Gaskin? Is he the backup these days? I can't even I can't even tell. I wouldn't know. Anyway, that's a silly call. Yep, Miami are going to win by a lot. I can't wait to watch that one because I do think that's going to be easy for fantasy and and for for a few multis there. Uh, I think Waddle, Hill, and Wilson might all go for 100 yards. It could be it could be really cool. Righto, let's get to the next game. It's not as good as it was because we have a, I think, your man's out. Let me just introduce the teams first. Chicago Bears are taking on the New York Jets at home for the Jets. The Jets are 6-4. and four. The Bears are 3-8. and eight. The Jets have sacked their quarterback back to the twos, son. It's all about one man, Mikey White, and we know Mike White can air the ball out. Justin Fields is the player I was just talking about, and he's not expected to play due to a shoulder injury. And the expectation is Trevor Simeon will start for the Bears, which which I think is just going to make it very one-sided. The Jets' defense is elite. We just spoke about Sauce. Sauce Gardner has to go to Mooney, you would have thought. Montgomery's a good, you know, a good thing this week in fantasy because he's going to get all the rushing yards. But all my attention goes back to, you know what I'm about to say here. You know I've been on this guy for too long. 
and I've been waiting for him to get a quarterback that throws it. Who do you think I'm talking about? He's no good, mate. But Elijah Moore, you reckon he's going to get uh, 60 yards, I'll say. How many yards? Oh, I'm just going to – I'm going to have a look. You tell me what you think is going to happen in this game because I see it being a defensive game from the Jets and I see them putting up three touchdowns. And uh, I also see some real strong action for my boy Elijah Moore. I'm going to see if they give me a market this week. I was filthy. No one gave me a market last week. Talk to me, Rat. What's going to happen? Yeah, I reckon the Jets win, mainly due to the fields out. So Simeon's there. I just don't reckon he'll have the connection with the receivers. He's still he's, he's serviceable and he'd be a good game manager, but it does bring Montgomery into the game a bit more. But we know how good the Jets' defense is, as you said. Mike White, he had an absolute ripping game last year, as I mentioned in the pod, middle of the week. He beat the Cincinnati Bengals, who went on to the Super Bowl 34 to 31. He threw for 405 yards, three touchdowns, and two interceptions. And had four receivers that covered over 50 yards. So we'd love to hear that. I reckon the Jets are going to win. And the receiver I like is Garrett Wilson to cover cover his receiving yards over. I think it's high 50s. Well, I'm just a bit flat because there's no market for Elijah Moore. Again, I need to call Dabble straight after this podcast and have a word to them because there's no respect to my boy's name. And if he what is there a touchdown market? I'm just gonna have a quick look here. There's a there's probably a touchdown market, but no yards. There is 375 for a tutty, 17 for two. I want more odds for that. But yeah, Garrett Wilson has been the guy. What what are Bears like defensively, mate? I, I I'm of the opinion that I feel like they're not too bad in the past game, but their rush defense is no good. You know what what's been your trend? Oh, they've picked it up. They've picked it up the last couple of weeks, but they they are susceptible to a long ball. So that, that's why I'm liking the receivers. Um, and that's why I reckon Wilson will cover his receive, receiving yards. And Corey Davis, worth noting, will return in week 12. So he's back in, which means him, Elijah Moore, and Garrett Wilson will be the three wide receivers there to choose from. All right, I'm going to waste, stop wasting everyone's time. I'm going with the Jets to win. And I reckon Carter to get his yards and a tutty might be the go because they do give up a bit of rushing yards. The uh, Chicago Bears, I don't like anyone from the Bears. You there, mate? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, no. Well, you fell asleep on me, big boy. I was just saying, I've taken the Jets and I'll take Carter. Uh, And if I can get a market for Elijah Moore, I'll take his 25 for one catch. Anything else? No, that's it, mate. I reckon, yeah, as, as I mentioned, the Jets and Garrett Wilson. Righto, we go on to the next game. Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Tennessee Titans. The Bengals are six and four. They're on the road. They're taking on the Titans, who are seven and three. Titans are on a hot streak. They're doing a lot of great things. There was talks about getting Jamar Chase back, but I don't think he's playing now. Derek Henry, he's been, well, you could say disappointing when you're having a little dabble on him, but he he was um you know rushing yards. He he hasn't had a hundred two weeks in a row. Is more what I'm trying to say. But he had a lot of receiving yards and he threw a touchdown last week. So fantasy owners were licking their lips. He's also causing headaches because they're preparing to stop him in the run. Tannehill saying no dramas. I'll air it out. I'll go for three hundred and hit it to my boy Burks. They're warming up the Titans, and they're really easy on paper. There's a running back, and there's a wide receiver or two. Other than that, that's all they do is defend and then play that game. 
They're coming up against Smoking Joe Burrow. We know he loves to air it out. Mixon was concussed last week. He's been ruled out for week 12. So you know that Samaji Pirine, who was unbelievable last week with three touchdowns, all receiving, mind you, and went for 52 yards. I can't see that happening again this week. The best bet here and the smartest play, you would think it's a great matchup, but Joe Burrow for that 250, 270 yards, it's a lock because he's going to throw the ball all day. I'm thinking I'm going to take 300. He threw four touchdowns last week and two interceptions. He's throwing the ball everywhere and anywhere. Talk to me, Rat. What do you like? I'm interested to see that, mate, because Mike Vrabel, the coach of the Titans, is probably the best defensive-minded coach in the comp, I would say. As you mentioned, Derek Henry on the ground and without Mixon, uh, I feel like this, and at home as well for the Titans, I feel like this matchup is uh, trending towards the Titans. So I reckon they're going to get them done. And as you did mention, Traylon Burks and Robert Woods, it's great to see them hitting their straps. Um, yeah, so I'm going to go the Titans and Derrick Henry anytime touchdown scorer. I, I also think Piron will score also. So I'm going to do a same game multi here. The Titans to win and Henry and Piron to both get over. I don't mind that at all. Derrick Henry, he's, he's special. He's honestly so special. On double, you get Titans plus two and a half, Derrick Henry and Burke's touchdown, 10 bucks. That's a juicy one if you're leaning that way. What is Derrick Henry paying? $1.60 for a touchdown. It's better than Wilson. I'll give you that. I'm yeah. uh, I'm really interested to see Boyd's yard. I think Boyd in the slot might go well here. I'm really interested to see that one. Oh, I think this is, yeah, they're going to have to go with the Titans at home, you, you know, with my head. I'll probably be cheering on the Bengals, but yeah, the Titans will, the Titans should win this. The way they're going, they've been very impressive. And if they can get a lead early, it's very hard to stop the King. So King Henry for 100 yards in this one. I think he'll get him. Righto. No, and by the way, no Mixon, no Jamar Chase. It makes sense, doesn't it, Rat? Like, it'd be a very good win on the road to beat the Titans without those two, wouldn't it? Oh, exactly, mate. That's right. they got backups in multiple positions. Even though we do know Higgins and Boyd, they can get after it. But Titans are rolling at the minute, so going to have to go with the form. Love it. Atlanta on the road, five and six, taking on Washington Commanders, who are six and five and really, really pushing for a playoff berth. This game is the last game of the early ones at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, four o'clock for you, Rat, on the Gold Coast. He's been so impressive, Taylor Heineke. He's been awesome. Uh, Last week, no fantasy points, very low production, but gets the chocolates against Houston. Scary Terry has been crazy. Every second week he goes off. This week gets another good matchup. I can't work out the backfield, mate. I thought Robinson would be the man, but Gibson was the man last week. So I don't know who's going to get all the yards, if there's going to do the one-two punch again. And a big shout-out to Cordaro Patterson. He got the record. He's the king of the returning punt TDs. He's not punt. Well, they are. What are they? The kickoffs. He's a special teams lord. He does it all. He could play any position. I reckon he could play cornerback. He's that good. I think Washington will win this game. They've kept a lot of teams to very little points. They just lost Pitts, spewing about that. Um, By the way, we said him last week, didn't we? And he got his yards and went off in the third. I thought he was going to have more. So 
shattering news there. There's only really one player that's going to receive the ball, and that's Drake London. Uh, but when he has two yards against the Bears the week prior, right? You can't really bet too much on him. Oh, oh, I don't like this game at all. This game's ugly. I don't think I'll be touching it. Washington should win. You? Yeah, mate, Washington should win. And notable mention, they do get Chase Young back on the defensive side of the ball. He was picked a couple of years back. He's massive. He's a great player. And he will fit into what is already a flying defense for the commanders. Uh, I'm going to have to go with the commanders due to Mariota's inability to get the ball down the field. He hasn't thrown for over 185 yards the past three weeks. And as we mentioned, or as you mentioned, Pitts is out. If they're going to throw the ball to someone, it has to be Drake London. It just has to be. But they still they still don't throw the ball. And if anything, they throw it to their running backs when they get out and they have to check it down. So I can't I can't pick anyone here apart from McLaurin. We've we've seen a trend there that he's Heineke's guy. And you mentioned it's 50-50 in the backfield with Robinson and Gibson. So I'm, all I can confidently say here is Washington to win. Yeah, Washington to win and one of those running backs will score. Yeah, ugly, ugly game. Atlanta's list isn't looking good and Mariota is ruining fantasy. Um, he's very boring. On to the next game, the first of the of the late slate. It's the Chargers, the banged up Chargers. They are just out of luck, aren't they? They're losing all their stars, including our boy Mike Williams. Uh, to see him hurt his ankle again was shattering. He'll be back soon, but they are losing a lot of gun and highly paid players. They're taking on Arizona Cardinals at home. The Cards got embarrassed in Mexico. They're four and seven, and the Chargers are five and five. This is a big game. Colin Murray looks like he'll be back, returning to action after that hamstring. And I think it's a Hollywood Brown. He's been activated from the injured reserve. So this game's going to have a pretty easy one on paper. We've got Eckler and and um, Keenan Allen for the Chargers. And you just turn your attention to Hopkins, Hollywood Brown. I know Dorch went off last week, but those two and Connor. I mean, this game is going to be pretty fun, isn't it? It's going to be fun, mate. And I was very impressed by the Chargers last week. Even though they got done by the Chiefs, that was the best game by Justin Herbert for the year, I thought. And Mike Williams was out for the majority of the game too. So I don't think it's going to be too dissimilar this week. Keenan Allen just brings some stability to that receiving core because a lot of attention on the defensive side of the ball goes to him. And we saw it opened up Carter and Palmer as well. Arizona, Colin Murray's finally got off the call of duty, the call of duty. <laughs> He's back, but I just can't see the Chargers losing this one, even though it's at Arizona. They have a terrible record at home, so that's irrelevant. Chargers for mine. And I'm going to go Keenan Allen receiving yards over. His line here is 69 and a half. Keenan Allen is going to eat. Palmer was the other guy. We know it's going to go to him or Carter, but Palmer is a very, very good player. Yeah, I'm excited. That game's going to be fireworks, and it's in a stadium, so that's even better. I'm going to tip the Chargers. On to the next game. It's the Las Vegas Raiders on the road, who were three and seven. Great win last week against the Broncos. Taking on the Seattle Seahawks off the bye. They had a very disappointing game against the Bucks in Germany, and they will be looking to respond. This game's a pretty simple game. You know it's going to Jacobs on the ground and Adams in the air for the Raiders. And on the other team, there's a guy called Kenneth Walker, and he is going to 
eat in this game. He's got a great matchup. And then you've got Metcalf and Lockett as your receivers and a little bit of Noah Fant lately. This will be another good game, Rad. Oh, I'm, I'm liking these late games. Talk to me. Mate, Las Vegas can't stop anyone at the minute. I, I just reckon Seattle are going to be too good on both ends of the ball. So they're going to get in on offense, but I still reckon they'll be able to hold up the Raiders. I just don't think the Raiders can match them on the defensive side of the ball. You're right. I reckon Kenneth Walker gets in for a touchdown. I think he's a dollar ninety to get over. So I reckon that's money for jam. I'm going to take Kenneth Walker to get over. Devontae Adams, as we, as we saw last week, he balled out against your against your boy Sertan with that. Oh wow! Didn't he ever? Next on. Um, yeah. So Seattle for mine. Kenneth Walker to get over. Yeah, yeah. The, the Raiders, they're still not looking impressive, but to beat the Broncos. On the road. They're on the road last week, I'm pretty sure. That was a big win. I'm Very gonna, big win. I just, I, I just, yeah. I'm going to tip Seattle as well because they're at home and they're very hard to beat. And because they lost the last game, they'll look to respond. And I think I'm with you. I, I, I like Kenneth Walker. He'll be in one of my prop bets, <clears throat> excuse me, and, and one of my best bets of the week. He should score. This is a really good game for him and a good matchup. So exciting game. That'll be high scoring. The next game, the Rams. Oh, the LA Rams, three and seven, taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. This one's at Arrowhead. The Chiefs are going to eat. We have Bryce Perkins starting at quarterback, well, trending anyway, uh, to starting and getting the nod. The Rams have been forced to consider all their options with Matthew Stafford's concussion and ruled out John Wolford, the neck uh, injury. So this is like a third string taking on Patrick Mahomes. There's one player for them that has not scored a touchdown since week one, and he's getting a lot of work. His name is Isaiah Pacheco, and he's really impressive on the ground. He's got the cheetah's number, but he hasn't got a great matchup this week. Juju Smith-Schuster is set to return um, after his concussion. Travis Kelsey, he's the man. Keep it simple. Am I missing anything? There's not really much else in here. Tony did a hammy. I think Juju's the main, main man. He had that concussion. But before then, he was the, he, he was getting 100 yards nearly every week. So oh, I'm going back to Juju. Yeah, you're not wrong, mate. I, as I mentioned, I reckon this is going to be an absolute shellacking um, by the end of it, you might see Juju off the field, mate. So I'm looking here. Sky, Sky Moore receiving yards line is only 21 and a half. So played a role the last couple of weeks. Uh, what 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 are his stats here? Last week, right, he, he for, did. Last right. week he went for 63 yards, mate. You're going to get good odds for around 30 to 40 yards for for Sky Moore. I'm, I'm going to have a look at that, and I'll probably have a little double on that. Uh, I like I like your thinking there with Pacheco, but one of those ones where I think it's going to go so far one way that it's going to be it's going to stuff some people's props up because I reckon a few boys might be on ice by the end of it. Yeah, it, it, you're right. Skymore's a great shout by you. Last week, I remember the commentator saying he had more catches. I'm counting him right now. He had five catches, but he had six targets, right? And on the year, he'd only had seven catches. It was week 11 last week. So he almost doubled his career's catches last week. And because Juju Smith-Schuster was out and Tony was in, Tony now goes out with that hamstring. 
It's a great shout. I like it, mate. I like it. And it might be one of those ones where he stays on the field late. It's pretty dollars, hard. It's pretty hard to go. For 35 receiving yards and yeah. 60 for 30 receiving yards. He does get a lot of action in the in the in the red zone as well, mate. The other players to, to take note of the are the um tight ends for the Chiefs. Jody Fortson, 51 yards last week. And Noah Gray also um, lines up a lot in the end zone. But, yeah, he, he didn't have many yards. But he, there's you just know they're going to do some trick plays. And they're so hard. They're so spread out. So, yeah, very tough one there. But, yeah, Chiefs for me, mate. And I don't like, I don't like anyone on the Rams. Maybe Robinson for a catch. Yeah, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Not much going on on their side of the ball. Let's move it on to the next one. There's three games to go. This is the last game of the late window, 8.25 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. New Orleans Saints on the road. They're four and seven, taking on one of the hottest teams in the NFL, San Francisco 49ers. They're six and four, so they still need to keep winning. Oh, there's a player that cost our American Aces. Punters Club last week, Boyd Quarter put a bet on. We had it all ticked off except for C-Mac to score a touchdown. It's painful watching what he's doing. He's clearly not the running back. They're not using him in the running game. They're just using him in the pass game. Uh, it's frustrating, Rap. The last week's matchup was Kittle and Diddy eat. The, main, the, the, the Rey Mysterio mask was out at full flight. He loved Mexico, I think he's in numbers... I think he's got the second largest uh, sales with his jersey numbers over there. And he definitely delivered a beautiful performance. Debo Samuel showed why he's so talented. This seems humming. I don't know where you're going to go. The only player I like is Jarvis Landry in the slot for a few catches. He's had 30 every week, uh, the last two weeks, sorry, since returning. I don't know what else. Al- Alvin Kamara is hurting uh, hurting everyone, including myself. So I don't know what to do, mate. But, yeah, oh, I think it's going to be an easy win here for San Fran. What do you think? Yeah, mate, I reckon this is going to be an absolute flogging. So I, I would rather take this at that line of 14 and a half, as we mentioned before, than the Dolphins at the Texans. I reckon this is going to be an absolute flogging. Sam Fran defense is absolutely flying. Andy Dalton's going to feel the heat. I don't reckon he's going to be able to get it to any of their receivers. And you're right, as you mentioned, Christian McCaffrey, just, just getting a lot of catches around the five-yard mark and then turning him into 10 to 12 to 14-yard gains. Elijah Mitchell got a lot of carries late in the game last week. Um, I like Christian McCaffrey, 50 receiving yards, and San Fran to win by negative 9.5. So to win by 10 points or more. It's like that one where you said they get rested in the prop bets. I can see that. I mean, it happened last week. They all got rested. It could happen again. This is a very, very dangerous game for the Saints. And we know they've been, you know, they're being scored against heavily. Yeah, I, I'm going to have the same gamer. And being this late window, you, the C-Mac owes us some cash for a tutty. So I think we'll get on him. You watch, he'll probably do the opposite this week and rush like 80 yards uh, and go against the flow. But let's see how we go. It's San Fran for both of us. Now, Green Bay 4-7 and seven, taking on Philly 9-1 and one on the road. This game's shaping up to be a beautiful game. Aaron Rodgers is finding some form, and it's all because of one man and one man only. His name is Christian Watson. He scored five touchdowns in two weeks. Hertz got it done last week. I thought that my best, you know, my best value bet of the Colts and Jonathan Taylor would get it done. I can't believe they got they got beat. 
Hertz was really impressive, actually, late. I know I told you he hasn't had many comeback wins. He looked a bit sus, but he did some really good stuff in fourth down and put them in the lead late. Nine and one they are. Can Aaron Rodgers, the uh, former MVP, get this done, Rat? I do not think so, mate. I still reckon Philly are much more advanced on the defensive side of the ball than a lot of other teams. And then it'll put him in the arm wrestle. I reckon they'll be in the arm wrestle till about half time, but I reckon Philly on both sides of the ball, uh, they're too consistent. And I reckon Philly will end up getting the chocolate. So I reckon Sanders gets over. And AJ Brown been a bit off the last couple of weeks. He went for 60 yards last week, oh, the last three weeks, 60 yards, seven yards and 59 yards. So look for him to get going again. Yeah. He needs to get going because fantasy owners are getting a bit frustrated. Aaron Jones, our man, always, always teasing us. We know that Philly's run game is quite average normally, but they they kind of uh, they they handled Jonathan Taylor in the second half really well. He got off the chain in the first half, so it'll be interesting to see how they approach this one. I reckon Aaron Jones, well, he's on and off, yeah. So if he does what his form says, he'll explode and he'll he'll go off. I'm going to be monitoring that one, rat. But yeah, that's it for me. I, I think Philly should win this game, and I'll be watching Aaron Jones. Uh, he might be a, a juicy one, a very juicy one to get that uh, prop bet over early in the game and feed him with this defense. It's been allowing a lot of rushing yards. Righto. The last game. Well, the uh, what is this? Our last game coming up. Yes, it is. That that game there, I forgot to mention, sorry, would be Sunday night football, which is Monday, 12.20. Everyone at work loves that game. They, they tell their boss that they're working, but they're not. They've got it on their laptop and they're watching the game. Pittsburgh, three and seven, taking on the Colts at home in the Dome. They're only they're four, six, and one. You think this is pretty simple on paper. I don't ever like watching Pittsburgh games. I don't know why. I feel like they're always ugly. It's Jonathan Taylor. He's been fine in form. I, I like what I like Saturday as the coach. I don't know. They got the boys humming a little bit, but it's Jonathan Taylor. You know it's on the ground. He had 22 carries the last two weeks. That traditionally equals 100 yards and a tutty. And then it's Pittman in the air. I don't know what else there is. And then another team, the guy that's been quite impressive lately is Najee Harris. That's two back-to-back games of 90 yards. He had two touchdowns last week. He's getting four and a half yards per carry. He hasn't done that ever. They're starting to find some form since TJ Watt was returning. This could be a better game than we think, right? Who are you tipping and any props? Yeah, you're right, mate. I reckon Pittsburgh get this done just due to where Indiana's strengths lie. Pittsburgh match up with them really well. As you mentioned, TJ White, he's pretty well just going to be shadowing Jonathan Taylor. Uh, let Matt Ryan throw the ball. Uh, they they have they have a good secondary, Pittsburgh. So look for them to get it, get it into a throwing game or get Indiana to put the ball in the air. And as you mentioned, uh, Kenny Pickett, still in his first year. It's it's going to Najee and potentially George Pickens as well. I just really like Pittsburgh and I'll go Najee Harris rushing yards over. What's his line? Uh, 62 and a half. 62 and a half. He's been going for 90s. Who played Sanders last week? They didn't get a go today because the Colts were up the whole time. Not a great matchup here for Jonathan Taylor, but... Yeah, I think Taylor and Najee, as you know, it gets a bit colder. They start to give these running bats the ball. I'm going to tip the Colts and Jonathan Taylor. I'm going to stick with them. I've got a soft spot for them. I don't know why. It's a bit emotional, but I'm going to go with the Colts, and they're at home. And lights 
camera action, all eyes on them. And Saturday as coach, no doubt, heaps of media attention. It's a big game for both teams. One was expected to do more at the start of the year. I think the Colts can get this done at home, right? Yeah, mate, I wouldn't be surprised if they do, but I still like Pittsburgh as defensive line and TJ Watt to play a big influence in this one. There you go. Well, to recap, we're very similar. It's a pretty it's a pretty good week. There's some amazing games of footy. Oh, I'm, I'm really excited, as I always am, but we know that Arizona, Arizona Cardinals and Los Angeles Chargers game could be fireworks. Uh, the Titans and Bengals game could be fireworks if Bengals go up early. Miami's going to give Texans an absolute lesson. And then there's well, there's there another lesson that you said there might be. And then obviously San Francisco 49 is coming up against the Saints. The Chiefs are going to belt the round. Like It's going to be so many good games this week. I can't wait. If we can't win one on double this week and give them some love, I don't know when we will, mate. But uh, yeah, I think that's a wrap. We're going to put our bets up. We'll uh, we'll put it in the show notes and the links. Uh, it, it's It's exciting. It all kicks off at 5 a.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Have we missed anything, Rat? Have we missed anything? All covered, mate. All covered. Looking forward to getting up at, what is it, 3.55 tomorrow morning, setting my lineups and getting in before I get to training, getting a good hour and a half of footy in before I actually hit the breakfast bowl and then get into the club. Oh, I love it, mate. I love it. I love you. I love your work. I love your time. I appreciate it. All the best. And... Uh, Maybe just finish with your best prop bet of the week. My best, mate. I'm going to go Sam Darnold anytime touchdown score at $5.50. That is juicy. I'm going to try and call double after this and get a market for Elijah Moore. Mate, he's shit house. He's not, and he's gonna. I'm going to be on here every week telling you I told you I need a market because if I get it and he explodes, they'll give me a shit market the next week. Well, I, how many yards do you reckon he's going to go for? 45 to 70. But they won't, their line will be 20. So I'll just say over, best bet of the week. Give yourself but, a bigger ballpark. Okay. The best, this is my best. My best is Wilson, rushing yards, 90 plus, get you 215 into a touchdown with Wilson. I'm just trying to see what it equals because we said, did you say $1.50 earlier? Yeah, but he might all be bigger in the same game multi market. He might be $1.60 in that. Uh, $1.50. So I'm going to go back to the big Mike Gasecki. You get $7.50, and then you chuck the Dolphins to win, and it doesn't even move. $7.50 for Wilson, 90 yards, and Gasecki at 20 uh, for a touchdown. So I'll do 25 on that. All right, mate, that's it. That's a wrap. Let's see how we go. NFL Week 12 preview in the bank. And remember, everyone listening, we have the Rick's Eyewear Black Friday sales last chance. It's your last chance to get your Christmas shopping done up to 70% off. Just head online to rickseyewear.com.au. Use the discount code ACES at checkout. You'll get an additional 5% off. Off The website's already up to 70%, so you're getting a bargain. So head online, use the discount code ACES. It's your last chance. We've got Patrick Satan. We've had Mike Williams. We've had Jason Tatum the last few months. There's a few big names coming. I don't want to say yeah. it before it happens, but uh, there's some really cool people about to wear the sunnies. Right, that's me done. I, uh, I'll i see you on the next one. See you, Trino. Good work, mate. Good luck. Hang on. you got to finish off on the, uh, you know what. <laughs> Ace Nation. Let's go.
That's right. 